Welcome to Douglaston. This is your host, Richard. Joining me is my co-host, John. Hello, man. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about episode five of Loki. And I have some news, and we're going to give like a short, not really review, but we're going to state our opinions on Black Widow. And then next week, we're going to go into a more in-depth review once more people have a chance to watch it. They're not going to like what I have to say about uh, there will be spoilers in this episode, but if you have not seen it yet, go watch it and then come back to us and listen to us talk about it, and we'll point out some Easter eggs and stuff that you might have missed. What did you think about this episode of Loki? I, this whole series has been a lot of exposition. It feels like they're constantly setting something up. Uh, there's a whole bunch of points of came being behind all of it. And, you know, we all know how I did with my Mephisto reviews. My, my Mephisto careers and stuff, so yeah, I'm not going to just... Ah, this, it's definitely Kane. This has to be Kane, though, right? I mean... I don't know. It had to be... The fucking rabbit had to be Mephisto. I just don't know. I have no clue. Yeah, no, this was an amazing episode. Um... It starts out with Loki waking up to classic Loki, boastful Loki, kid Loki, and alligator Loki, lizard Loki. I've heard a lot of names for him. I mean, this episode, it's mostly just a lot of talking, but we learn that getting pruned isn't a death sentence, per se. Not an immediate death sentence. Renslayer confused me this episode because it's like she, she could have worked with Sylvie to accomplish it. They, they have the they have the same goals essentially up until it's destroying the TVA. But like they both want to figure out who's behind it. I think I think Renslayer because like I said, Kang and Ravona were lovers for a while. Like I said, we saw in the Stark Tower the comics Tony sold to. We got a whole lot of nods towards Kane in this episode. Yes. You have Stark Tower that was given or that Tony sold to Kang as he's traveling the timelines. Um, I want to say he was using the name Griffin or something like that. Um, we, we see that on the tower. Quinn. Quinn Tower Q it's Q E N G Tower. It's Kane. That's what it says. It's Kane. Oh, is that how you pronounce that? Because that's fucking that's weird. Okay. okay, I'm gonna pronounce it. Ah, you know, Kane makes sense. Yeah, and then uh, Elias is basically Kane Cerberus. Yes. You know, Ravona was a was a lover of his. Man, see just so many things that make you say this has to be. Like, like I said earlier, I felt the same way about the Mephisto thing, and then I was wrong, so I don't know if I want to be like, yeah, it's got to be Kane. And then, so, you get in, Sylvie prunes herself, which I saw that coming. I, as soon as she was up there, I was like, she's going to prune herself. Yeah, yeah. And then 
she gets there and she actually tries to enchant Goliath as soon as she sees it. She sees like a little glimpse. That that little glimpse that she saw, it almost looked like Chronopolis, which is again Kane. Yep. And we know he's coming in Quantum Mania. Seeing the huge yellow jacket head really gave me that feeling. And then, you know, you see the Sphinx, which is another thing that he has in Chronopolis. You notice that this Sphinx has a nose, right? No, I missed that. Yeah, it's got a nose. I'm wondering if that's why it was removed because it never lost it. And then, I mean, we we got a lot of little Easter eggs in this one, too. You got Throg jumping up in a jar trying to get Mjolnir and the Thanos copter. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool to see that. There, there is a and I mean, and this is this is like right at the beginning of the episode. You're not like, I mean, this is a you blink and you miss it kind of thing. But there's a whole lot of boom right there, and then Mobius picks Sylvie up in the in the uh, pizza car. And its license plate pretty much says Grinwald, which is the guy who created Mobius. And based off of his design, he looks like him and everything else. And then, so Loki's sitting with the other Lokis, and we find out their Nexus events. And, like, classic Loki survived Thanos by turning himself into an inanimate object, which... I know a lot of people were saying that's what Loki did in Endgame. So we had that, and then uh, Kid Loki killed Thor, which takes me back to that story. Uh, you know when Thor, when they're on Sakaar, and he's telling about how when they were kids, Loki turned into a snake, and Thor loved to play with snakes? I had the same exact thought, because Loki stabs him. Right. Uh, I had the same thought. I can't remember Boastful's Thor, what happened to him. I can't remember his Nexus event. Yeah, I, we'll see. Well, did it he, even say he it? He got all the Infinity Stones. Oh, that's the alligator, right. Alligator Loki was like, dude, that's bullshit. Yeah. And... Then old Boastful Loki, you know, sold everybody out, and President Loki showed up, and that that part right there is what got me. So, so far, every Loki variant we've seen looks different than Loki. Except for President Loki. Except for President Loki. Which, now I'm sitting here looking at, you know, Adrian Toomes is supposed to be in Morbius. Right? Mm -hmm. And, of course, we got... Uh, Jameson from the Sam Raimi series. Yeah. I completely forgot that guy's name. How did I forget his name? The guy who plays Jameson? Yeah. J.K. Simmons. There it is. And so what I'm thinking is they may be variants that look like who they were. Or like look, they look like the people that we know. Now, yeah. I mean, that okay. Me oh. So, um, from what you said, anybody who comes to Earth, I think it's like one nine 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 nine, they would be a variant 
So yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that. They they would technically be variants because they're not from Earth one nine 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 nine, and that's the sacred timeline that we're watching. Right, and so hear me out. Yeah. We're going to see because this is supposed to tie into the multiverse saga mm-hmm. with uh, WandaVision, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange. If we do see the Andrew Garfield and the Tommy Maguire Spider-Man, it's going to be because Loki stopped the TVA from getting rid of variants. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what's going to cause all of this that's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we know something's definitely going to happen with it. We yeah, know, think- we know that since Wanda is a Nexus being, she might create her own Nexus event that does something with the multiverse. We know that. Whatever they're going to do, whenever they get out of the void, as they're calling it, we it's probably going to create a multiverse in of itself, or it's going to link to the other multiverses. Yeah, it's going to do something, because we've already, we've already established that you can't go back in time to the same timeline. Yeah, and then another thing connecting to the multiverse the living tribunal's head yeah you can, you can see Which, his head we've already seen a, the staff of the living tribunal mm-hmm. and dr strange yes now we and, have the head and then so there's like a whole scene that was cut from endgame that they ended up not doing where dr strange takes thanos before the living tribunal to be which is comic accurate the living tribunal right. watched over the the fight Right. I really wish they would have done that, but they. I want to say I read this article whenever Endgame came out, but they felt like it was too easy of a cop out. It almost felt like a cop out to them to have a tra- living tribunal just stop Thanos. Well, so another thing I picked up on is so we have the living tribunal's head, mm-hmm. and and Sylvie and Loki are pretty much standing with that as the background. You know, mm-hmm. they're standing there with it. And it almost tells me that they are now on the side of justice. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, they're, they're no longer bad. You know, Loki was a bad guy. Sylvie was... I can't say Sylvie was ever bad. She was well, doing I mean, what she had to do. She was a survivor. Yeah. She, she really doesn't have a moral alignment whenever from a young age you, all you know is survival that fucks up your moral compass. Yeah. So they go, Sylvie's trying to uh, like enchant Eliath again and she's not able to get it done and then classic Loki shows up and just fucking conjures Asgard. Out of the fucking ground, all down to the details of the statues of the fallen warriors and all of that. And that, yeah. I mean, that showed, you know, when he told when he told Loki earlier, he said, you know, 
Those blades are nothing to a sorcerer's magic. Yep. He he essentially said, I've never practiced a blade. I only focused on magic, sorcery. Just like Sylvie only focused on enchanting powers. Well, Loki... Is well-rounded. Is well-rounded, yeah. And we see that when he ditches the blade, which is Loki's actual blade from Norse mythology. Yes. Yes, it is. And it then, is actually called Leviathan. And then you have... It's called what? Leviathan. Huh. Which is basically what Eliath is. Yeah. Ah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. I knew yeah. it was a sword. I didn't know the name of it. Um, Leviathan. So then he ditches it and he goes and helps Sylvie and they're able to enchant Goliath and they see the end of time and beyond which is where you see like this little portal comet, meteor, whatever it is and then you see this city on top of it which is, like I said it it looks like Chronopolis to me or maybe Chronopolis is in that golden dome at the top of that so um, castle or whatever. Articles I've read are all saying that is Chronopolis. I believe it's Chronopolis. So, like, we have so much pointing to Kang. So, we have Eliath and Ravonna Renslayer, who are both part of Kang's story. Kang Tower, mm-hmm. who he buys from Tony Stark. Right. We have all this other, like, Drops and hints of it being King, and I, I think it makes sense for it to be King. And then the whole jump to set up Batman, yeah, which King did. King was also a young Avenger, not one of his uh, iterations. Mm-hmm. Now I don't he, know that Marvel's going to go into into depth with who all he has been. You know, I don't know that we're going to see him as a Mortis, or we're going to see him as. You know anybody else, but I can't remember his young Avengers name. I can't remember King the Conqueror and Immortus. But yeah, no, I don't think they're gonna go that far either. Wasn't but... he Iron Lad? Maybe I think he might have been. I want to say he was Iron Lad. Uh, but we'll definitely it's... go into Kang either if he shows up next week. We'll go more into Kang, or definitely when Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes out, we'll definitely dig in more into Kang. Oh, yeah, we'd have to. But the great thing about Kang, which I know I've said it every every episode we've done for Loki, is that he his existence confirms the Fantastic Four. Without the Fantastic Four, there is no Kang. Yep. Now, here's where I tie everything together. Agatha Harkness helped the Fantastic Four and Scarlet Witch fight Kang when he was a mortis. Mm-hmm. Or maybe was it a nihilist? It was one of them. I want to say it was a mortis. Because after that, she had to go save her son from the new Salem witch trials. So there's more tie-ins, more things that can point to Kang, more characters that are just involved with Kang. You know, it's I, I don't know what's going on. And my my biggest thing is, you know, you had the little cuddly scene with Loki and Sylvie, and I'm like, she's like, are you going to betray me? And he's like, "Uh, I've betrayed everyone I've ever loved, but that's not who I am anymore. 
but the dialogue there just felt so off, and I'm like, well, Loki I mean, may not betray her, but she may betray him. That's she definitely may have been, She may have come across Kang bouncing around timelines and started working for him. That is definitely a possibility. I think... Loki's gonna Loki. I think the thing with this Loki, though, is that he saw so many different variations of himself and how so many of them end up dead that he's gonna change. You can definitely see he's, like, irritated with them. He's like, I can't believe I was like that. Yeah. All right, give me one second. What you making? What you making? Hey, wait up. All right, sorry about that. Or I woke up. All right, so yeah. I, I can't see this being anybody else other than Kang, though. Yeah, or Logan. Or, yeah. Those are, those are my final answers. It's either Kang or it's Logan. If it's anybody else, I mean, fucking Cable? I've considered that one, but I don't see it being Cable. I don't either. People who jump the time. It has to be you know, Maybe we're thinking about a completely different... Maybe we're just completely wrong on which Richards it is. What if it's Franklin? What if the whole of the TVA exists in a pocket created by Franklin Richards? That's a possibility, but I think I'd be kind of upset... If you have Frank and Richards and then don't do something with the mutants soon afterwards. Yeah. I, I'm really hoping, and that's kind of why I was like, I don't want Reed Richards to be the uh, aerospace engineer on WandaVision either. You know, I didn't, I wasn't, I'm not, I don't want to see the Fantastic Four show up until the time to show, time to show. Yeah, no, I, I don't either. And, and that's why bringing Kang in, I really thought Kang was going to be more of a big bad. And he may still end up being that. You know, I don't want Dr. Doom or Silver Surfer or Galactus or anybody like that popping up until we're into probably Phase 5 or 6 with the Fantastic Four. I don't want Franklin out here creating pocket realities and we don't even know who the fuck his parents are. So, I know Marvel said they weren't going to do it, but if they were going to do something like Galactus, you show him off at the end of Phase 4, but they don't actually confront him until the end of Phase 6. Yeah, that would be the smartest thing to do. You know, bringing Silver Surfer through, scoping out the planet, and they have to actually have to fight the Silver Surfer, not just, you know, hey, he's here, I'm warning you. Galactus is coming. Well, so no, I, I don't want like, all that. 
So, like, what we can have... You, you could still... There's so much you can still do with... You could do Namor. You could do Doctor Doom. You could do the whole situation there. The Fantastic Four has so much more than just Galactus. Yeah. But Galactus would have to be a Thanos-level bat. And Definitely. now that we're bringing the Eternals in, maybe it is coming. Which, I mean, I would like to see Galactus done justice other than just being a cloud. Yeah, that shit pissed me off. Looking at you, Fox. Fuck up everything. It's like y'all are the DC of Marvel. Yeah, Disney bought them, so. Yeah. No. So, all in all, I like this episode. I like them coming together and being able to enchant it and get through. And I'm I'm really, really ready for Wednesday. Oh yeah, me, <laughs> me too. Uh, and I know I know we're about to go in to uh to our little opinions on Black Widow, and. I'm glad we're doing this with Matt not being on tonight because me and Matt have very differing opinions and that's going to be even more fun for our next episode. Yeah, so you, the way it basically goes from the conversation you and Matt had, I'm kind of in the middle of the spectrum. Matt's on the far positive and you're on the far I don't. I don't want to use positive and negative, but no, I can't think I, of a better term. I I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I do not like how they use the characters. That's pretty much my opinion on it as well. But also, I like, I, I I like feel, how they set stuff up at the end. I feel like. This is a normal Scarlett Johansson movie, though. Eh, it wasn't as bad as Ghost in the Shell or what was the other one? Lucy. Lucy, there you go. Yeah, no, it's better than those two, but I, she, it almost feels like she plays the same character and everything. Which is fine. She, she has been typecast here lately. Yeah. But she yeah. is a badass. It's, I mean, being typecasted isn't necessarily her fault, but. I, I did mean, like, I did like how Yelena was like, why do you always do that head thing and then the arm? You're a poser. I think Yelena was probably the best part of the movie. She kept the comedy going in it. Yeah, she was she was funny and she was a badass. And I, 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 if she's not White Widow coming up in future titles, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm almost positive she is because we were we're gonna have. I don't know. I can't remember her name. I know her name's like Victoria. I can't remember her full name. But we know oh, that she's Countess Valen Valentina. Valentina, not Victoria. We know that she's assembling a team, and we have uh, John Walker, and right. we have 
Yelena now. And I would be willing to bet. So what I think she's doing, the Countess here, I think she's going and piecing people together. Almost like Nick Fury did with the Avengers. He, she is. I'd, completely off the wall here. But I would say it's in the realm of possibility that she gets Sylvie. That she's going to get Sylvie? If they're trying to make an Avengers team, I can I can see her going for Sylvie. I can see that. If if they're doing like a Dark Avengers, yeah, you know, and I I did like how it tied into. I, I'm assuming it's going to tie into Hawkeye with the way it ended, and then I am. So here's my thing: is you've got. U.S. agent, you've got White Widow, Black Widow, whichever one she's going to be. She has used both monikers, so we'll see. We saw Abomination fighting Wong in the Shang-Chi trailer. Yep. So there's three, and then, of course, Thunderbolt Ross and Baron Zemo. They could be putting together the Thunderbolts. They could be, and I I, I assume they are, but... Well, here's here's why I think that is because in in Black Widow, when Ross shows up to get her, she's talking about how he's got how he's looking old and wore out. Now, if you're old and wore out, and you know that there's superhumans around and they can do this all that, what's stopping you from doing what Bruce Banner did with that radiation and turning yourself into the Red Hulk? A lifer like Ross is going to try to stay in the game as long as he can. Yep. So I think I think we may see it. I really do. But I mean, all right, so we have... This is why I say Sylvia. It could either be Loki, too. We have the soldier. We have the spy. Uh-huh. We can have the Asgardian god. We can have the gamma radiated monster. You sound like a dollar store toy. (laughs) All we're missing is the tech genius. And then you have. And the archer. Well, Kate, I don't know. Kate Bishop wouldn't be it. Um, Yeah. I I mean, she could be. Or Clint himself may. Yeah. So, you have the basis for a Dark Avengers order. And like I said when we talked about the Dark Avengers, I really hope they go with the name Thunderbolts anyways, because it sounds better than Dark Avengers, in my opinion. Absolutely. So, I mean, we know the MCU's going to take liberties anyways. Yeah. You can well, even bring Bucky in as the White Wolf. Yeah. I could see that. They... Here's my here's my biggest thing is you had the perfect opportunity to have your genius and a tactician at the same time and you fucked it up with this movie. Yeah. Without having Tony Masters be the taskmaster, you dropped the ball there. 
But, I mean, we knew – we started this back in December. So we knew eight months ago that Taskmaster was not Tony Masters. Well, and we had an idea. We had an idea of who it could have been, and I was wrong on that one. But – I know a couple months ago, I don't know if I said it on the show, but one of my one of my leakers it's gonna be you know what? Spoilers. It that uh, Olga Kurlenko was gonna be under the Taskmaster mask. You know? Yeah. And I was like What was her name? Antonia? Yeah, it was Antonia. Alright, well, so I wonder if she survives and changes her name to Tony Masters. She did survive. Well, I know she survived, but I, don't, I mean, change her name to Tony Masters. Yeah, I mean, we know it she's. Hurts, but it doesn't. It, it still pisses me off. But it. I wouldn't be upset if they did that, honestly. I'm still a little pissed off about how how they basically made Taskmaster a program, which is something, hell, I may have predicted that in the, our first episode. I think you may. I know I know you definitely said it, and I was hesitant on believing that, and I'm upset they went that route. Because, and I mean... Tony Masters' ability that he was born with to be able to do that made such an awesome character. Yeah. Uh, Tony Masters has such a good backstory and stuff that I feel like you can't... It's a disservice to not use him. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe we get Tony Masters as the guy who developed the program based off of what his... Like the whole... Chip is based off of his brain pattern. That would make me happy. I'd be like, all right, you know what, that okay. works. So, in the comics, he did similar things anyways. In the comics, he would train... He would train uh, people. ...on how to beat certain adventures. Like, the first thing he would train uh, thugs and stuff in was to fight Captain America. Right. And then... So they shit on Taskmaster, they shit on Red Guardian, and then they go into what happened in Budapest. And for all the joking and shit that Natasha and Clint did on what happened there, that is fucked up. Yeah. Also... Taskmaster had seven and a half minutes of fucking screen time in a two-hour movie where he's supposed to be the big bad. I don't like that. They have to bring Taskmaster back. They have to. You can't, I'm hoping, and uh, my boy Ben made a post on Facebook earlier and he got on there and we had a little conversation. I like what he said. What did he, he say? He said, uh, he said, hopefully they do like they're doing with the Mandarin and kind of retcon this and give us Tony Master. Oh, no, I am I am definitely hoping so. 
even if he doesn't use that name Taskmaster, he just used Goes by Tony Master. Yeah. I am hoping so. All right, uh, man. Well, let's get to your news and we we can wrap this one up pretty early. This one yeah. is a sweet one today. All right, so Nintendo, good old Nintendo, announced the Switch OLED model. It okay. is a slightly bigger system with a 7-inch screen. A, so what, the four and a half, five that we got? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's actually six. I'm not sure how big the standard one is. But um, this one, I think it's like half an inch bigger. But the colors are going to pop much more on it. It has a dock with a wired LAN port, which good. I don't know why they, I don't know why you want to have a uh, LAN port anyways. Yeah, that, I mean, mine doesn't. No, not, uh, none of them do. Yeah, so that, that's definitely a positive. Especially um, when, you know, my internet's always so spotty when I'm using the Wi-Fi. I run. I've got I've got a, a LAN cable run to my TV and one run to my PlayStation, and then I got another one that sits there when I need to plug in the laptop or something. Yeah, so I mean, all my stuff runs off Wi-Fi. I need to get a LAN thing for upstairs, but yeah. So and it has a uh, 64 gigabytes of internal storage versus 32, which is good, and um, it has the handheld has enhanced audio, so the sounds would be better because the Switch's sounds kind of. Yeah. I mean, I turn it down when I play anyone. Um, I think the biggest improvements, because you can go get a memory card. That's not, I mean, cool, but it, it's still 64 gigs. That's maybe one or two big games. Yeah. The, the angle on it is, the uh, cake stand angling is much better, because you have this wimpy-ass cake stand on the normal Switch. I suggest that it's even got a kickstand on it, to be honest. Yeah. The new kickstand on this new Switch, it's going to be across the entire Switch body, so it actually support the Switch. Oh, that's I, okay. I actually use a um, docking, like a, a aftermarket docking station as my kickstand, because the Switch's kickstand is just non-existent. Use mine. I really don't use my switch that much. I play on the light. The wife uses the switch. It uses the rig. I just I, I normally do everything on my light. You know, on occasion I'll hook it up and play Pokemon Snap on the TV, but most of the time I'm playing it on the light. Yeah. So I mean, it's a bunch of decent upgrades. There's no graphical upgrades though. Which is kind of sucky, but so you're getting a kickstand, a little better picture, and a little bigger screen. For how yeah, much? it's going to be sold for three fifty US. That's not too bad. It's gonna be fifty dollars more than a normal switch, but now I'm going to assume this is probably coming out what November, October eighth. Okay, so it'll be ready for Black Friday. Yeah. 
I would be willing to bet you see the price on the light and the original Switch cut drastically. Remember when you used to be able to go buy a GameCube for like 79 bucks? Yep. yep. They, so, I mean, they would <laughs> undercut, especially with how PS5s are now. Everybody, everybody I'm looking at online wants 1200 Like, I'm talking Walmart and Target. They're wanting 1200 for these things. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Well, are they bundles? No. Okay, so you're just looking at... And a console. You're looking at... Yeah, they're selling it through Walmart.com, but it's still scalpers. They're just using Walmart to sell it on. The same thing with Amazon. Like, if you go on Amazon, you can find scalpers selling the PlayStations through Amazon. That's not actually Walmart doing it. It's it's just fucking scalpers still. Now, I know... I'm not going to pay that much for it. I don't give a shit. So Sony can drive the price up like that, and I'll tell them to kiss my ass. It's not Sony. Sony learned their lessons with the PS3. I don't know, man. I've seen Sony do some fucked up shit before. Yeah, no, they learned their lessons with the PlayStation 3s. But I'll guarantee you it's not Sony driving up the prices. Now, places will bundle... Sony, did they not... Did they just make a buy? They just made a buy. They just bought an indie developer. Um, yeah, I or they're in the process of buying an indie developer. Who was it? The people who you told me because they you said they're remaking Metal Gear. Oh, okay, so um, that's it's... Konami outsourcing. Oh, okay, now one that... of those companies. Um, one of those companies Sony did buy. Uh, yeah, the, you, you were telling me one, one company's making Silent Hills, another one's doing the Metal Gear remake. Yeah, the company who is doing the Metal Gear one is the company that did, it's, I think it's Blue Point, it's Blue yeah. something. They, um, they did the uh, Dark Souls remaster. And they did the Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 remasters for the Xbox. Yeah, so... So I'm, they're real familiar with Metal Gear. That makes me happy. I am happy that Konami is outsourcing this stuff instead of trying to do it themselves because they haven't had the best track record recently. Well, here's my thing is, there's no way Metal Gear Survive can be the last game in the Metal because it is garbage, and I have not even played it. But when you lost Hideo Kojima, the brain behind Metal Gear, and you tried to go off and do what you wanted, you shit the bed. To let somebody remake that game, that's great. Konami doesn't need to try to... because. Here's the thing, is they're remaking it because we have the Metal Gear movie coming. Yeah. And they're trying to get a new generation of fans, and and honestly, if you give me Metal Gear Solid, I'll be happy as hell. If you give me Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, Metal Gear Solid, all the way up to 4, and you remaster and remake 
Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 to be a next-gen style game. Infiltrating Outer Heaven and Zanzibar Land and all that. Dude, I'm on that like fucking flies on shit. You take me from that 2D pixelated snake to the 3D rendering fucking shit we got now. Y'all ain't gonna hear from me for a while because I'm gonna be buried in that. Yeah, it's just kind of weird what Sony's doing versus what Xbox is doing because, you know, Xbox is going after these big-name studios while Sony is buying indie developers. Well, here's the thing is, if you're an indie developer, you're going to do your best work every time. Yeah. If you're Bethesda, I mean, we've already seen what Blizzard does. They half-ass everything. How many times did I have to buy Diablo because of all the other stuff in it? I had... I bought the original Diablo 3. Yeah. And then I bought Reaper of the Souls. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go back and buy Eternal Edition. Like, yeah. don't half-ass me. But, uh... I think that's about all I got for tonight, man. Yeah, that's... I don't want to have to. And tomorrow night, while I'm alone out here in this plant, and terrify the shit out of myself. Yeah, that's going to be fun for you. Yeah, but yeah. uh, yeah, that's all I got. I'm next week's going to be a fun one because you're going to hear me and Matt go at each other because we yeah. we have very differing opinions on this Black Widow movie. Yeah, so next week we'll give you a review recap. And John and Matt's debate on Black Widow, as well as the season finale finale of Loki and Superman and Lois Returns. Yep. So next episode next week. Yes. And then after that, I'm taking a week off. And then we'll just kind of go from there. All right. See what happens after that week. I am planning on some changes. Just not sure what yet. Are you going to fire me? No. Okay. I haven't even done my resume for the next guy yet. Nobody's being fired. All right, then, man. I will catch you next time. And you guys find us on Facebook, Twitter, Discord. If you follow our Twitter, you get to see me talk shit about all kinds of stuff that's coming out relevant to everything we talk about. I will be on there. I do not have a filter. I will talk shit. All right, yes. <laughs> and my Twitter is changed to real Dublin. What? My, I changed my Twitter handle to at real Dublin. Oh. That way I'm easier to... The fake one out there? Yeah, the fake one's actually me. It's another account. Oh. But I deleted that account, but I can't use that name for some reason. So, but yeah, I changed that. That way it's easier to find me and know who I am versus what it used to be. Yeah, it's got your face on it and everything. Yeah.